0: Hi there, my name is Ruth Asara, and you're welcome to Abba's Word Podcast, where we talk about the love of God, we fellowship with the Holy Spirit, and we have faith to carry on from the Word of God. Matthew eleven twenty eight 28, days, come unto me, all you who are weary and heavy burdened, and I will give you rest. Jesus is calling you to come. Every other week on Saturdays, we'll be posting new episodes here on Abba's Word Podcast. Be sure to tune in. And fire your faith once again. And let those people knees again be strong to walk in the love of God. God bless you. Hello everyone, how are we doing? Yeah, you're welcome back. (laughs) By the way, so that's a song from Toby Mac. The song we just finished listening to, um, titled I'm Sorry by Toby Mac. And you're wondering, okay, why are we listening to a song titled I'm Sorry? Well, that's because of what God has laid on my heart. But before we get started, okay. I'm trying to just be myself, but yeah. <laughs> before we get started, well, if you're an oldie, you're welcome back to Abazord Podcast. And it's been a while. It's been a minute. Yes. I took a break because daddy told me to take a break. And yeah, I'm back. So I've been off for about eight months. And if you're a newbie, whoo! whoo, whoo, whoo. You're welcome, you're welcome, you're welcome back, you're welcome back. Okay, I'm your humble host Ruth Osaro and this is Abba's Word Podcast where we talk about the Word of God and also talk about like just even the struggles in Christianity, the struggles while you're walking with God and this is just a podcast that God told me to start um, last year, I think that was in November. Is it November? Mm, Yeah, yeah, November. Actually, <laughs> so yeah, and I've been on it for a while now. It's going to a year. Wow. Ding, ding,
1: ding. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's going to it's going to um a year now. If you're wondering what are those funny sounds, well that's because Ruth kinda upgraded. I got a new mic, I got a new soundboard, so you all can hear me clearly and I can you know show off some of my creative
1: skills.
0: Okay, let me be serious now. <laughs> okay so yeah so that's that's basically i was off but right now i'm back and this god has actually been taking me on a journey of pruning and what do i mean by that like just um reading me off the things that i'm not supposed to have as a believer as a um as a believer as a christian uh, in my walk with god so there are some things that we as christians are not supposed to are not supposed to have those are like the attributes that a Christian is supposed to have and the attribute that a Christian is then supposed to have is that a is that a good way of explaining what I just said I guess so but yeah <laughs> let's 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 just go ahead um so we just heard the song I'm sorry by Toby Mac Toby Mac is a gospel singer and even not familiar with his um songs you can go ahead and just download some of the songs. Um, for your information this is not FYI this is not paid or anything I don't really listen to Toby Mac but well if I was about to record this episode that the Lord laid in my heart what he wanted me to say I that was a song that popped up in my head I think I I think I heard the song maybe while while in the car while in the car with my friend something like that I think that's when I heard the song but um, you should you should you should try listening to the song. It's actually really, it's it's a really really great song. And um, yeah. And that leads me to what today's topic is. I won't really call it a topic, but yeah, it's just what's on what's in my heart. And it's been laying in my heart ever since I had the conversation with my friend. So I had this conversation today, and it just made me realize that so many people are hurting because. Because Jesus has been misrepresented to them. Because Christianity has been misrepresented. And what does that mean? I won't be surprised if you're listening to me right now. And you just have that one person that you know that is a Christian. But doesn't act like a Christian. And you just see that. Oh, because they've given you a a definition, quote-unquote. On what Christianity is supposed to be. Or, or, or on what Christianity is you've then decided to you know follow the path and you begin to see that no something is wrong that's actually not the path I'm supposed to follow like I'm confused right now I'm sorry if you're listening to this and you had a Christian friend and that Christian friend betrayed you, you had a Christian friend or Christian mom or Christian relative Christian whatever and that person hurts you betrayed you then did lots of things to you and you feel like you can never forgive and i just pray for you right now that the lord will just give you the grace to forgive and to like open your heart and i pray the lord will um you know reintroduce himself to you again it's it's a beautiful thing to know the lord and i've realized in this our day and age that so many people have misunderstood the word christianity so now let's kind of backtrack let's go back let's go back to um the word christianity so the word christianity just really means christ-like okay so we see it in 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 the scriptures apostle paul apostle paul was actually saying it there in the scriptures and he said the people i think he said the people in athens or the people in corinth it said um they call themselves christians which means christ-like okay So what does Christ-like meaning really mean? It means to be like Christ. It means to walk like Christ, to do the things Christ did, which also means to love everything Christ loves, to hate everything that Christ hates. That's actually living someone else's life, right? But this is for our own good. This is really living the Zoe life. The Zoe life just literally means the life of Christ. As Christians, this is what God has called us to be. He has called us to live the life of Jesus, the life of His Son, which is a perfect life. It's a life that still comes with persecution, a life that still comes with, with, with joy, a life that comes with peace, a life that comes with happiness. And we've actually seen in this our day and age, we see people that have been hurt by someone else that was a Christian. And then they just believe in their heart and in their mind that no way I'm gonna try this Christianity thing no way I'm going to do this no way I'm going to you know be a Christian every Christian I've seen in my life they've betrayed me they've done this to me they've done that to me I don't know why y'all are calling yourself Christians when you're not even decent blah 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 (laughs) 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 yeah so I'm just here to apologize on behalf of every Christian that you've met that has actually betrayed you or hurt you in one way or the other. And I promise that that's not who Christ is. That's not who Christ is at all. Christ is an amazing person. Yes, he's a person. You know why? Because God sent him. Jesus Christ is the Son of God. And God sent him down on Earth to take the form of a human being. So it was it was right here on Earth. He, he experienced persecution. He experienced when it, um, he experienced tiredness. He experienced, you know, um, anger. He experienced all of those things. He experienced what it means to get tired. He experienced what it means to get frustrated. He experienced every single thing. And I'm so sorry if if someone who called themselves christian has a christian has actually not shown that to you i'm sorry you've been hurt by a christian i'm so sorry that your heart has been broken you've lost something you've lost something precious to you i'm so sorry if you've lost a family because of someone that calls themselves christian but are not acting in the way that god has called us to act The life of a Christian is a consecrated life unto God. The life of a Christian is a love walk. And what does that mean? You cannot say you're a Christian and not have love. Apostle Paul made us understand in the scriptures. He said, If I speak in tongues and I prophesy and I do all these things and I do not have love, I am just like a sounding symbol." And what does a sounding symbol do? A sounding symbol literally makes noise. That's not what God has called us to be. There are some of us that call ourselves Christian, And trust me, this is not to condemn you. This is to tell you that there is hope for you in Christ. This is to tell you as a Christian that you see yourself struggling with loving people. You see yourself cheating you see yourself cheating people and cheating is way broader and way way farther than what then than just being than in, than in a relationship type of thing cheating with finance cheating in school cheating in just anything that doesn't seem right there is hope for you in christ and jesus is calling you if that is you today to just open your heart to him so we don't go about, we don't go about keep hurting other people, especially those that see us as Christians, especially those that we tell that are Christians. You cannot say you're a Christian and all of these attributes are still in you. The Bible says that by your fruits, by their fruits, you shall know them no one can really look at you and call you a christian if you're not exhibiting the character or the traits of a christian and what are the traits galatians chapter 5 already tells us it says the fruits of the spirit is love joy peace patience gentleness kindness forbearing with one another self-control and this is not something that we were born with because our, our Adamic nature, our natural self, our flesh wants to involve wants to in lack of self-control. It wants to get involved in hatred, in envy, in jealousy. but the scripture still says that by their fruit you shall know them and there are so many new believers in the faith right now that are literally seeing some other christians and they are either not acting on what they preached about they're not doing what they preach about so those new converts, seeing that the people that actually said this thing are not following what they say, they begin to follow them in that same line. If it's okay for them to do it, if it's okay for maybe my Bible study leader to, you know, go to the club and still preach the Bible or preach the word of God on Sunday, then it's okay for me to do it. No, it's not okay. I'm sorry for those that have misrepresented Christ. Maybe you're listening to this and you were, you, were, you were so much on fire for God. You were so much ready. You were, you were burning. You were burning. You were on fire for God. And because you see that maybe someone that led you to Christ. Or the Bible study that you attended. Some of them there are literally doing the opposite of what they say. I beg you. Please keep staying in the faith. Keep staying in the faith. The enemy wants to use those little distractions to take us away, to snatch us, to snatch us from the crown of life that awaits us when Jesus comes again. Jesus has called us to live a life of surrender, a life of repentance, a life of total, total deliverance from sin. A life of total freedom from sin. It has not called us to be hypocrites. I used to be a hypocrite. I used to be someone that. You know. On Sundays I lift up holy hands. I worship God. I cry to Him. I tell Him how much I love Him. But I forget the Bible passage that says. If you love me keep my commandments when jesus told peter after peter had denied jesus three times jesus asked peter jesus said peter do you love me and peter replied jesus and he said i love you master i love you jesus asked him again peter do you love me and peter said i love you master I love you I really do the third time Jesus asked again and Peter said Jesus asked again Peter do you love me and Peter said Jesus I love you and Jesus said if you love me feed my sheep if you love me keep my commandments we can't say we love Jesus with our mouth or our hearts are far from him the scriptures makes us to understand it says that they profess with them with their mouth they profess me but with but their hearts are far away from me we don't want to just be christians that wear the christians that wear christian's apparel you have a sweater that says jesus loves you you have a sweater that says all for jesus you have a sweater that says just jesus you have a sweater that says That you know glorifies the name of God. But your heart isn't glorifying the name of God. But your ways aren't glorifying the name of the Lord. But you shouldn't forget that people are looking at you. And we've come to realize that people don't even listen to what we say anymore. They literally do what they see us do. They literally listen to what we do. If that makes sense yeah they literally listen to what we do they pay attention to what we do not even what we say anymore so i this is actually a challenge and a call to action to every christian person to every believer of the faith to every believer of the faith right there listening to this that jesus has called you to a place of holiness and a place of righteousness Jesus already knew that there are going to be tribulations. He knows that there are going to be distractions. But what did he say? In The scripture says that in this world that there will be tribulation. But be of good cheer. He has overcome the world. And why has he, how do we overcome the world? By the word of God. By letting the word of God shape our actions shape what we say shape what we do the lord has called us to a high standard not, a, not just not a standard of just being moral not a standard of just being good but a standard of holiness and righteousness if the lord if the lord knows that we cannot be holy and we cannot be righteous by him it won't come we only achieve holiness and righteousness through Christ Jesus. Your good works, giving to the needy, giving to the homeless, helping someone buy food, filling the gas of someone in like someone in front of your car, like in the gas station. You just felt like you know buying a gas from someone for, for the car behind you, and you don't have Christ. Those are just good works but that doesn't mean you have christ in you god isn't just calling you to a place of morality He's calling you to a place of righteousness and holiness It's calling you to a place of relationship and that you can only find in christ jesus the bible makes us to understand that our righteousness are like filthy rags your good works isn't what will save you your good works isn't what will make you get caught up, in, caught up in the sky when Jesus comes. Instead, it's the salvation. The Bible makes us to understand that salvation is found in no other person, no other name, no other thing, no other place, but only in Christ Jesus. The scriptures make us to understand in John chapter 3. In John, It makes us to understand in John chapter 3. That the Lord wants us to come to repentance. It says, with, with the heart a man believes. And, with the, and with the mouth confession is made unto righteousness. The Lord wants to give you this free gift called salvation. And when you have this free gift called salvation. Then we begin to have a transformation on the inside out. The Lord begins to work on our heart. It he begins to work on your temple. Your temple is, is your body. Your temple is your body. The Bible says that our bodies are the temple of God. Our bodies are the temple of God. Our bodies are the temple of God. Temple of God. Your body is your temple. God begins to do a cleansing from the inside out through the help of the Holy Spirit, through the work of the Holy Spirit in us. The reason you might be struggling, the reason you say you're a Christian and you're struggling with all of this things, is because you've not let the Holy Spirit pr- prune you from the inside out. The pruning stage is a stage of is a stage of dying to self. Is a stage of of coming to know that Jesus is your only Savior is a stage of repentance, is a stage of resurrender every single day. The journey of a Christian is a journey of resurrender every single day, a journey of dying to self, a journey of fasting from self. And talking about self, it made me realize remember when the holy spirit brought it to my memory that i've been i've been thinking too much about self self brings about pride self brings about self selfishness from the word self selfishness but i want us i want us to know that it's not about us it's all about god It's not about what you do it's all about him and once you begin to change the narrative or your perspective of you know doing things for him and not for yourself because jesus died on that cross for you on that cross it was all about you it was nothing about him at that moment it was all about you The sin and the weight of sin of this world was placed on one man, which is Jesus. So that sin will no longer rule over you. Romans chapter 8 makes us understand that. That because Jesus died, it took took on himself our sin. It took upon himself our weaknesses. He took upon himself those things that easily beseech you. Those things that easily want to trap you in the place of darkness. And he says that I'm going to defeat sin. He defeated sin in the body. Because it came in the form of a man. It was 100% man, 100% God. It came to show us that because he defeated sin, sin has no power over us. The enemy has no power over us. He defeated sin. He died. He died in sin. He brought sin to death and he rose up again in righteousness. He rose up again in righteousness, meaning sin has no power over us. As Christians, we can live the life of Christ, which is the Zoe life. The Zoe life is called the life of Christ. The life of holiness, the life of righteousness, the life of purity, purity in heart. I want you to know that you know, being pure has nothing to do with. It has nothing to do with either you you've engaged in any sexual act or not. Being pure has nothing to do with any of your sex organs. Being pure is a is being pure in heart. I used to think that oh, as long as no one as long as you know um I don't have sex, I don't drink, I don't do this, I don't do that, as long as I don't do all of these things, or as long as no one does all of these things, I'm fine, I'm good. Nothing. No, you're not. That's not. Those are not. In fact, that's not the criteria of to salvation. The only key to salvation is Jesus. Purity. I say again. Purity. I say again. Has nothing to do with your sexual organs. It has a lot. It has everything into knowing Jesus. Jesus is pure. Jesus is the Lord of your life. Jesus is in your heart when your heart is pure everything else everything else that you do from your heart reflects purity titus chapter 1 makes us understand titus chapter 1 verse 15 says the heart of a person this is me paraphrasing a person that has a pure heart whatever he does is pure and a person that has a corrupt and deceitful heart nothing is Nothing is pure. Nothing is good. All is deceitful. So if your gaze is on Jesus, the Bible says, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, looking unto him, you just begin to behold him because you become what you behold. The reason why maybe Let's take, for example, even like normally when you're when you're just feeling sad or down or tired or you're happy, you play songs, you play songs according to your mood. Right. Most people do. They play song according to how you're feeling. If you're feeling really hyper that morning, oh, they jam into some music gonna like just make them more hyper, you know. And then if you're feeling a bit sad and down, they just play songs that are like that. And that's not a coincidence that's not a coincidence you really make your atmosphere into what you're feeling at that moment but now i'm i'm asking to please let jesus into your heart and let him make your atmosphere into what he wants it to be into an atmosphere of peace into an atmosphere of joy and peace does not necessarily mean lack of storm. It does not necessarily mean you've been out of the storm. It's literally, it literally means peace in the storm. And what does that mean? When Jesus was on the boat with his disciples, Jesus was sleeping and there was a huge storm. Remember, Jesus is a prince of peace here. Is Jesus is peace himself. The peace. Was literally in on the boat. He was in the boat and he was sleeping, and his disciples had to wake him up. Master, Master, there's a storm. And what did he say? He says, "Oh, you of little faith." And then he spoke to the storm, "Peace, be still." And the disciples wondered and said, "What sort of man is this? Even the wind and the seas obey him." Amen. Hallelujah. So peace is literally calmness even in the storm the lord is literally holding your your hand he will never let go so i'm inviting you to i'm not inviting you to christianity i'm inviting you to know jesus i'm inviting you to know this friend of mine i'm inviting you to know my father he has turned things around in my life in the in the in the space of Like a year. Like I said earlier. I used to be a hypocrite. But the grace of God. And the mercy of God. Brought me back to repentance. The scriptures makes us understand. That the kindness of God. Brings us back to repentance. It literally brings us back to repentance. And it makes me know that. God is so good. Like even the things I did before in my past. It's literally not looking at them. It's just unleashing his goodness and his mercy to me. Every single day of my life. Every single moment. And that's what I'm just inviting you to. A place of peace. There's a man that loves you. There's a man that wants to show you the way and his name is Jesus. There's a man that wants you when you feel like nobody does. There's a man that loves you when you feel like nobody does. There's a man that wants to be your friend when it feels like no one wants to be your friend. No one understands. There's a man that understands. There's a man that is ready to have a relationship with you. Don't look at the relationship of this world everything of this world is temporary it's temporary but jesus is eternal jesus is peace he doesn't just have peace but he is peace himself jesus is strength he doesn't just have strength he is the strength himself name those things that you're lacking Is it determination? Is it purpose? Is it happiness? Well, that's actually one thing most people lack in our world today, happiness. But we forget that happiness is found only in the presence of God. The Bible says in the presence of God, there is fullness of joy. And at his right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. The pleasure is Jesus. In the presence of God is where you find happiness. Is where you find freedom. Is where you find liberty. Is where you find joy. Joy everlasting and at His right hand. Pleasures forevermore. What are you looking for out there? Who has hurt you? Who has made you feel like you have no self-worth who has made you feel like you're not wanted come let jesus show you that you're wanted it's in his scriptures it says that you're a chosen generation it said that it says that you're a royal priesthood a peculiar person you're a holy nation like you are literally a nation not just a person like a whole nation He has called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Jesus loves you. He's not to condemn you. He wants to wash away all your sins. Only if you just decide to surrender. We surrender. And if you're here you're struggling with your walk in God, I just pray that the Lord strengthens you again it strengthens your weak knees it strengthens your feeble heart it strengthens your fainting heart again because i know what it means i know what it means to all to want god but it's like nothing around you seems to want god does that make sense yeah i think it does (laughs) yeah and just like the song you listened to earlier Toby Mac. I'm sorry. I'm sorry if people have misrepresented Christ to you. I'm sorry you're you're actually you're actually hurting. I'm sorry that it's been hard for you to forgive them. But once you've allowed the Lord into your heart and the, and you ask the Holy Spirit to take charge of your life, forgiveness becomes easier. Forgiveness becomes, becomes easier for you. It becomes better. You begin to see yourself that even if it's going to be hard. But the Holy Spirit makes the journey better. It makes the journey worthwhile. It begins to teach you slowly. It begins to teach you day by day. Step by step. What it means to forgive. How relaxing. How relaxing. Forgiveness can be, you know, I once heard that unforgiveness is just like taking poison and expecting the other person that you're angry with to die. That's so deep. That's so deep. That's like, that's literally so deep. You've locked lots of people in your heart. Like you've caged them because you're hurting. And I understand and I'm so sorry for that. I'm so sorry you're going through this phase right now. And it's hard. But Jesus is ready to carry your burdens. He's ready. The Bible says that his, his, his yoke is easy and his burden is light. He wants to give you a built-in place of ashes. You cry yourself to sleep each night. You feel like nothing seems to make sense. You're right that nothing seems to make sense because Jesus is the only one that that can make it make sense. You see, there's something that we're all missing in our life. Sometimes we see it and we're like, something is missing. And that was me before. Like something isn't just right. I I I felt empty. I felt like Nothing was going right. I literally felt empty on my inside like what's the purpose of me being here? This is this and that and blah and blah and blah and all of those. I was missing Jesus. I grew up in a Christian home. But I never encountered the person of Jesus not until last year. And the reason I'm so proud to say this is because there are so many of us that grew up in a Christian Christian home. We grew up in church. Amen? Amen.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, so we grew up in church. By the way, that's my soundboard doing this thing. <laughs> we grew up in church. Maybe our parents were pastors. Mine. Mine, mine were not, or mine are not, yeah. And we got so familiar with the name Jesus. It, like, the name Jesus became so familiar, and we felt like we knew him just because we went to church. And I'm so sorry if, if everything you've heard about Christ or you've known about Christ were just was just in the confines of the church. I want you to know that Christ is beyond going to church. Knowing Christ is beyond, it's, it's, it's beyond Bible study. It's beyond going to church. Knowing Christ is literally having a personal relationship with Him. Knowing Him, knowing Him, just know Him. Know Him, know Him, just to know Him like how you want to know a friend like how you want to know a significant other you know just knowing him and wanting to know him again and again and again if you have someone that you're physically attracted to and you feel like you're you feel like you're actually in love with this person you will always want to spend time with them you will always want to chat with them and that's that's what Jesus is jesus is in love with us jesus has reconciled himself to the world and all that is left is for we to reconcile ourselves back to him you feel like that might not make sense let's let me have let me give you this scenario okay okay let's say i have a friend let's say i I have a friend that maybe that i fought with okay And we're both keeping malice and my other and the friend that i'm keeping malice with right now the friend i'm keeping malice with, just you know comes remember this is a scenario okay this is an this is an example the friend comes and tells me oh ruth i'm sorry for what i did um can we like start again can we become friends again i'm sorry i misunderstood the situation or i misinterpreted what she said can we become friends again so that is my friend reconciling herself back to me yeah and me on the other hand i'm like i don't think so reconcile for what like why do i have to reconcile with you just leave me alone go wherever i want to go i don't care anymore blah, blah 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 and the friend is just there feeling so sad and down because it literally took that my friend the courage to Come meet me and ask for forgiveness and reconcile herself back to me. But I, on the other hand, I'm just doing whatever I like, not paying attention. I don't even care. It's none of my business, you know? And that's how some of us are today. Jesus has come. He came to die and He's calling you to have a relationship with Him. But we're just there, like, I don't care. And He's hurting. And it's hurting. He wants to have a relationship with you. He wants you to reconcile yourself back to Him. So you can leave the life He has called you to live. So He can help you on this journey called life. He can help you on this journey... On how to live a perfect life in Christ. On how to live a a sinless and holy and blameless life. A life that is worth living for Jesus. Is a life that's worth dying for. The life of Christ is what we should always crave to have as Christians. We should know that as christians there are lots of people that are new in the faith watching us and they are certainly going to follow our examples if care isn't taken so let us be a great example not just because we want to be great examples but because we just want to live the life of christ like it says christians christ-like to be like Christ that's where he wants us to be and that's where he has called us to be which means we can be we're not supposed to be anything short of Christ yes it might get tough along the journey it might get hard but that's where his grace comes in 2nd Corinthians chapter, chapter 12 makes us understand. Apostle Paul said his grace is sufficient. That the grace of God is sufficient. And God's strength is made perfect in weakness. His strength is always made perfect. But not until we we come to that point of our weakness. That His strength will be made perfect. When we already acknowledge that. Father. I am weak in this area. I feel like I don't know how to love people. I feel like I don't know how to. You know. Be there for people. Or Maybe. He gets envious of other people's success. You can take that to God too. That's a weakness. And He's ready to trade that your weakness for His strength. He's ready to give you that strength. And I want you to know that God will never deny you of something that He knows will help you on your walk with Him. He will never deny you of that. If the Lord knows that he needs to prune you to be a patient person, if he knows that, in, that he needs to prune you to be someone that has love for people, he will never deny you of that because he knows that you're constantly wanting to be like him. And Jesus also will give you everything that he knows will help you certainly become like him to live the life that he has given. He knows and he will never deny you so again i'm sorry if a christian has misrepresented what jesus is to you jesus is a friend that you can always lean on jesus wants peace he's peace himself jesus hates sin jesus is not a cheat jesus is not a liar Jesus is truth the word of God is truth the word of God is Jesus is truth is peace is friendly is not condemning is not judgy he's not hypocritical is beautiful inside and out And I pray that, as Christians, we keep wanting to know who Jesus is. And we keep wanting to know Him outside the confines of the church. Or outside what people just say He is. Or outside what we've read, what's a personal encounter. And that your heart will always forgive those that have wronged you. yeah that's exactly what the lord kept in my heart to say today that's basically everything that the lord kept in my heart to say today um but before we before before we round up today before we round up today 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 woo! okay <laughs> um i feel like i'm a different person when i'm when i say what god has laid in my heart and then i'm a different person when i'm done saying it and everything but yeah if that makes sense either ways <laughs> but yeah um that's exactly what the lord kept in my heart to say to you and i hope that the lord helps you keep growing in him daily yearly monthly what other thing is left every minute every hour every seconds every microsecond? <laughs> yeah that's it <laughs> um so we probably just go if you know that we don't know who jesus is and you've never given your life to Christ before in fact you've never heard of um, giving of a person giving their life to Christ um, Jesus said in in John he said that unless a man be born of water and the spirit he will not enter into the kingdom of God the Bible says the Bible also made us understand that with the heart man a man believes and with the mouth confession is made unto righteousness amen so jesus wants you to confess him as lord of your life so if you're ready to know who jesus is you're ready to live a life of holiness you're tired of the emptiness that this world has to offer because this world is empty is empty is empty but the Lord is ready to pour into you to give you a life brand new to start afresh in him on a clean slate and let him begin to you know guide your steps please go ahead and say this prayer with me Lord Jesus I thank you for dying for me on the cross of Calvary thank you for coming to bear my sin and my shame and today Lord I confess you as my Lord and personal Saviour come and reign in my life come into my heart be the Lord of my life and I also ask Lord that you write my name in the book of life and let me spend the rest of my life serving and worshipping you work in me until I look like you Working me until everything that you have is what I have. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. I am so excited. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, welcome back. Yeah, welcome, welcome. Well, if you know that you were in Christ before and you felt like things were so hard and you just forgot about that and you said that prayer welcome back welcome back again to the fold and if you've never you've never said that prayer before well this is for you (laughs) (laughs) yup 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 yeah so the bible makes us understand that there is joy in heaven when one sinner comes to repentance even if it's just one one is a number one is a number okay (laughs) Jesus sent God sent his one and only son one person died for us to defeat sin and if one person comes again to to declare Jesus as their Lord and Savior there is joy in heaven so one is a number and I'm just so excited on your walk with Christ for you to continue this walk read your bible Read your Bible every day for you to continue this walk um read your Bible every day pray every day um have a time set aside where you can always go to God in prayer where you can study the word where you can always um yeah just communicate with you and God where you can worship the time of prayer A time of prayer and just a time where you and God can always commune again and again. And then finally, attend a Bible-believing church. Not just a Bible, not just a church, sorry. (laughs) Not just a church that believes in half part of the Bible. Or a church that believes in some parts of the Bible. Nope. Attend a church that believes in the whole Bible. And before you attend a church, ask the Lord. To direct you and to help you find a church that believes in him who utterly believes in everything the bible says hates everything the lord hates loves everything the lord loves and is ready to you know groom each person so yeah um that's basically all for today's section i hope you all have been able to like to you know enjoy this section learn and the lord has spoken to you and if you would please want to give a feedback or maybe some suggestions or you want to give a constructive criticism please go ahead and um email us on uh, at abbas word abbas word at gmail.com well it's not literally just abbas word so the word has a double d the word has a double d so it's a b b a s w-o-r-d-d at gmail.com please feel free to send in your prayers send in your um testimonies send in if you're also if you also just give your life to christ please go ahead and just send us an email hey i just gave my life to christ da, 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 da. you need or uh, maybe counsel or you need um prayers prayer requests anything you need anything you feel like you can get better on and let me know also if you enjoyed the new upgrade of having a soundboard and a mic if you can hear me clearer than before and if you love the the you know the, the little extra extra i put into this <laughs> of the sound and everything if you love it please let please let let me know and get back to me either on my personal instagram account which is underscore ruth bela underscore so literally underscore r-u-t-h-b-e-u-l-a-h underscore or you can always get through to me using the abbas word um, instagram account abbas word podcast on instagram you can either send me a gmail i mean an email or you can always um send uh, uh what's it called a dm on instagram anyone you're comfortable with is fine but thank you all so much again for listening to this episode it's a bit long it's quite long it's okay no problem (laughs) okay but i really encourage you to like keep listening and keep following don't forget we'll be back again well i don't i'm not really sure about being back again um bi-weekly basically the lord has just told me that whatever he gives me to whatever it lays up in my heart I should go ahead to say it so you might just receive notifications randomly that Abba's World has posted something again hurry (laughs) well so yeah so just anytime I might post anytime you might receive that there's a new episode but just keep in touch stay alert and stay blessed Don't forget, Jesus loves you and everything that is for you is for him. Your life is for him. Keep staying in God. I love y'all. Bye. This is me signing out from Abba's Word. God bless you.